Welcome to the Kick Pod, your weekly DNM on the stuff that matters. Hello. Hello there. <laughs> We're back to late afternoon recording Who's of intros. But this podcast you're about to listen to after we stop talking. Mm. Well, I mean, we're still there, but we have an amazing guest. Yeah. Kath Ebbs, which we are so excited about. Yeah. So don't, we didn't, oh, we did record that one in the afternoon too, we but did. don't worry. It is fire. It's a really good podcast. It's, it's really such a good. special conversation. And we're not so being biased in saying bear that. Bear with us. It was all Kath. Yeah. That, that made it good. Yeah. So if you yeah. just get through the little bit with us, yeah. <laughs> you're doing really great. How are you? What's going on? I'm good. Um, back at work, which is Loving really exciting. It. That's probably the biggest update. Um, I had my first week back at work and it's been it's been really good. I was really, really nervous coming back to work um, in the lead up, to be completely honest. And there's still things that I'm nervous about. I think it'll take a while to kind of get back into habit and routine and learn the ropes again it's weird taking a break like I did whilst I was still working you know not being across like even all the different um all the different programs and stuff that we use in the back end with our team I forgot like how much was involved (laughs) I think in some of them so it's it's exciting to be back and I just I miss the team so much so I'm good I'm on a bit of a high when I get to come into the office it's nice good see I'm very happy to have you back but I'm not happy to have someone taking photos of me while I eat (laughs) my lunch well, my face looks like a fish and my mouth is open and then you posting it to 1.5 million people yeah, on Instagram. I have not missed that. We keep it real. <laughs> Steph walked outside and she said, oh, this is so funny because we have to say, I take a lot of great photos of you. I have to say. You do. Like, you actually I really am yeah. like, this is a really nice moment. Let me take it. I'm like you that good. annoying friend. And then you'll be like, no, no. And then you'll be like, oh, posting. Yeah. So Steph walks time. out and says, Laura, you look so good. And like, I knew I didn't. (laughs) And I was like, no, I don't. And so then I was like, didn't want to do a face where I thought that I looked good because I knew that I didn't. So then I did like this crazy face and I just kept eating my lunch. And then one of them (laughs) appeared on social media. But anyway, you know what? It's just the real us. You just show the next level. Like, But, you know, (laughs) it is what it is. We are who we are. Embrace that. Yeah. (laughs) You just looked at your laptop like, did you quote that? <laughs> is, that like, is that your new motto of life? Yeah, I wrote it. I wrote <laughs> it. Say it what, what was it? What was it again? <laughs> it is what it is. Like, you're not we next to the mic. Are. You're the one with the headphones. It is who it is. No. There's <laughs> a it man is now. Is. We are who we are. Embrace it. I think. Love is gorgeous. We I didn't write it down, so I don't we know. We should put on it. a t shirt. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway. How are you? Uh, wonderful, thank you. Mm. Apart from the fact that I okay, get it was I'm shit I, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I only like my paparazzi with D, and I've never been mapped. I don't even know. Anyway, continue. Okay, so special share. Yeah. Have you got one? I do. And you're oh, gonna, I don't know what it is. No, you don't. Please don't tell me you're recommending like um no um what's Excuse the me? one that you <laughs> do you not hang shit on any of my recommendations? No, I don't. I just sometimes I have heard them before. Oh. <laughs> Okay, I'm not repeating one. Sorry, I joke, I joke. I mean, okay. I joke, I joke. I love your recommendations. I'm sorry. Thank you. If you follow me on TikTok or on my stories regularly, you might have heard this. So I will be doubling up as a recommendation, but I'm going to do it anyway because I really like it. But it's actually Charlotte Tilbury's new foundation. 
And I know that's really random because it's really oh, not along the lines of no, our usual recommendations. I love it. But ours, ours, ours are special shares though. They're yeah. like, they really could be anything, anything that I know, you and they really are. But it, it is something I've been experiencing the last couple of weeks. It <laughs> um, <laughs> sounds like a vibrator. <laughs> it does. Definitely only, you know, <laughs> pumped it on my face. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's really good. People often ask me what foundation I'm wearing and I do love Charlotte Tilbury. You also have really nice skin. Just thank you. No, thank you. But I do, I do really love Charlotte Tilbury's products. But, yeah, her latest one, Beautiful Skin – is such a lightweight, really, really nice foundation that I'm enjoying. I, I, <laughs> you're like pumping it on your face. <laughs> um, I also enjoy that mm. foundation. I, I tried it yeah. a few days ago. Yeah. Absolutely love it. It's yeah. really nice yeah. and it blends really well for, see, you see, you all have to, y'all have y'all. to, I don't know why I said that. Yeah. You have to be cautious of taking recommendations from Miss Stephanie because why? she, you know how to apply makeup like a pro. No. I am more of a novice. Nah. Medium level. No, no, no. I would say Maybe yes. two years ago. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> we don't need to go there again. Anyone listen to that episode. Um, but for me... Sometimes I put foundation on and I'm like, this just did it. You know when it just sits on your skin, it doesn't blend mm-hmm. in, and you're like, what the heck happened? And then you just regret putting it on. Yeah. This one just blends. It's I really think the nice. best blending foundation um, I think I've ever used. Yeah, it's really nice. And like full Sorry, disclosure. Sorry, I just took your <laughs> it's fine. recommendation. I knew you were going to like it. But full disclosure, we're both gifted with this. But I I, I will repurchase. I absolutely love Charlotte Tilbury products. So, you know, and obviously, fortunately, really, you know, get to try a few different things. And this is my favourite. Like, hands down. Amazing. Yeah. Recommendation, special share. Thank you. No worries. What's yours? You know what's so funny? What? So I was laughing at you saying, are you going to recommend something you already have? And I'm bringing something back. Yeah, you? so laugh at me. Wow. <laughs> Is it the Olympics? <laughs> no. Oh, no, that's not. No, it's not. Because the Winter Olympics are on right now. That was yeah. – I love the Winter Olympics, but it's not – no, because that's different. Okay. It's not the Olympic. The okay. Winter Olympics – I recommend watching it though. Yes. It's amazing athletes. But anyway, what is it? Uh, mine is actually just like that. Yes. But now you did I recommend it? it? You did, but like now that you finished it, you Okay, I recommended reflect. it before it came out. So I have had some reflections on this show. Mm-hmm. I feel like I read a lot of – I have to say, the first I know, episode – your post on it, I was like, whoa, this one, is deep. Yeah. Episode one, two, three, yeah. I was a bit like – there was a lot going on, and, and I you also just finished rewatching Sex and the City, watching it for the first time. Yeah, I was might have watched TV growing up, so <laughs> for the first time. Um, and I what was I about to? Oh yeah, so the first three episodes, I they weren't that. Well, I didn't love them that that much. Mm-hmm. And then I read a lot of commentary about how everyone else hated them, and mm. then I jumped on the bandwagon of like, oh, all these smart mm. people that I follow don't like it, so therefore I shouldn't. Otherwise, I'm not smart. Yeah. That's sometimes what happens to me when I read commentary online. And yet you watch things like maths, and I'm not watching maths. No, I'm just. Being I have usually before. do. Yeah, yeah, but again. I also look that what people's commentary on. <laughs> no, it's not the the show. It's like if someone says this is bad because blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I should have seen that. Yeah. Yes, okay. Anyway, so then I was like, no, I really like – I just love the characters. They make me feel yeah. really – I don't – I don't – I think I use in my process said in my story like safe. I don't know what the, – they just make me feel like – it's like nostalgic. Even though I just Being only watched watch. it. It's so weird. I just yeah. feel comfortable connected. with them. You feel connected Anyway, so I kept committed and over time – I really started enjoying it mm. a lot more. Mm. And I have got two reasons why. Firstly, I style by Denny mm-hmm. did some every week. I don't know if they put them on highlights, so if they didn't, 
I know. I, this is not a great I kept help. on skipping and not watching them because... Oh, because you wanted I to... I don't want to... So yeah. they only showed the fashion. Okay, good. Not the storyline. Yeah. But what I loved about it was Denny recapped on the fashion and it made me appreciate it more. And right. then I watched it and I loved it more. So that... I loved that. Yeah, okay. And because I'm like a bit of a fashion novice as well and I needed a bit of pre-help uh, to understand it. And then the – or take full – what's – appreciate it. Appreciate it. And then they also have a podcast called Sex in the City Writer's Room mm-hmm. that you can listen to. And this is like obviously a lot of commitment because the episodes are like 45 minutes or something. But it's the writers talking about why they did each thing in each scene. Interesting. And it made me appreciate it so much more and love it. And I was truly – the last three episodes – Episodes. I laughed. I loved them so much, mm. and I'm really sad that it's over. So if I'm you wrote it off it. after no, the I first three, I'm not you. I'm talking to our, oh, okay. our community. Sorry. Also, you, if you wrote it off, <laughs> you haven't watched it since episode four. Um, I recommend going back, and if you like, you don't have to. <laughs> just like there's something I've learned. I yeah. just because people that I admire don't like a show doesn't mean I can't like it. No, of course not. So yes. Lovely. That was a uh, a roundabout way of saying that you finished. I'm repeating a recommendation. No, it's good. I'm glad. <laughs> no, I, I I saw you post about it the other day, and it reminded me that I hadn't continued watching it for no like I hadn't. I wasn't loving it, but mm-hmm. I, I, there wasn't really a big reason for me to stop. I think I just started watching a different show with Josh, and I don't have the time anymore because I'm watching a different yes. show that I'm enjoying more. But when I am over with this show, you I will, will go, go back. back. Fantastic. Thank you. Great. Okay, now, (laughs) quickly, before we – this is a long episode, so let's – Oh, my God, yes. really short. It is a long episode. Uh, But before we get into our chat with Kath Ebbs, Mm. we have got some kick updates. Steffi, what have we got? Okay, this one's exciting. We have got (laughs) – No, you just did that. You spoke (laughs) – Look how Harvey and is really excited. Tell tell Dalton you talk to the dogs. Um, (laughs) And Harvey. (laughs) (laughs) We have got our kick tour tickets. They're on sale right now and there really isn't a lot left. Um, Oh, it's so exciting. How many people want to come? Obviously, you guys are excited, as excited as we are. But just in case you missed the reminders, the kick – tour tickets are on sale now and we'll pop a link in our show notes for you to guys to join us in Brisbane, Melbourne or Sydney in March. Yes, Woo. and they're $39 yep. per ticket. And for that you have – so if you came to the kick tour, yeah. it was three years ago. Wow, so sad. that sounds crazy. We did a big workout, but this time it's a big workout and then it's also an amazing panel mm-hmm. with some incredible women. So we wanted to make it more – not that last time was an experience because it was great. We just wanted to make it more for Even you. More. So yeah. that's what it is this time. Very excited for it. Me too. Do you want me to read the next update? I think you sure. should. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, yes, because it's Kick Run Club. Yeah, yeah. So Kick Run Club started this week. Mm-hmm. Now, it is not too late to join. So what Kick Run Club is, is we obviously have the zero, or not obviously, maybe you don't know, the zero to five kilometre run program and the five to ten kilometre run program on Kick. And a lot of people have started it, mm-hmm. finished it halfway through, but then there might have been some people that we thought maybe this year running was your goal and – you wanted to start, so why not start all together? So if you do want to run five kilometres or ten kilometres, we are starting all together this week, which is so exciting. You can choose your own challenge, whichever one you prefer, um, and it's obviously your challenge. Go at your own pace, and we will pop the link to sign up to the Kick Run Club in the show notes. Yeah, and it's super exciting because I think whilst the program is there for anyone to join, 
whenever. I did the zero to five K program when we launched and it was really helpful, you know, staying it was motivated. On launch. Yeah. Yeah. Because other people in the community were posting about, you know, their third or fourth run and it, it really did keep me motivated um, through some of the maybe more tougher weeks. Um, so yeah, it's a, if you're thinking about running, like try and do it. As a part of this challenge, that is my biggest recommendation from doing it myself. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Now, last update before we get into this incredible chat with Kath. This Valentine's Day, we are all about self-love. So keep an eye out for our self-love affirmations dropping in the app Monday, 14th of February. We hope they leave you feeling super loved. Yeah, that's nice. Mm. It's nice to do something like that for yourself on Valentine's Day. And now for why you're here. This is why you're here. Sorry it took us <laughs> how long to get there. Here, we're going to stop apologising one day, aren't we? We don't do that. No, we, yep. Okay, so Kath Ebbs is an amazing podcaster. Really recommend their podcast. IGTV host, actor, writer, DJ, dancer, Many, many things. Just extraordinaire. And my favourite part about them is they are an amazing human being. Also, before we get into this episode, just a trigger warning, we do discuss disordered eating and suicide. So if, if these topics may be triggering for you, we'd recommend skipping this one. Yes. Welcome to the <laughs> That was very... It's kind of sensual. <laughs> um, hey, babe. <laughs> I'm excited for this chat. I just feel like, okay, we, we've spoken to you for the last, like, 15 minutes. Gotten to know you very quickly over yeah, that time. Sorry, and, guys. Um, I'm a bit of a... No, I'm really oh, pumped. I'm like... <laughs> and, like, I don't really want to try and intro you because you're such a like, exciting and colourful person to try and to explain. And I would love to hear if you were to kind of do your own intro, what would it be? I hate this question so much. Do you? Yeah. When I saw this came up and I was like, why? <laughs> but it's totally, but I'm trying to get better at it. That's why I wasn't like, okay. I was like no, we're going to embrace this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can be combination. Yeah. Combination. combination. I guess I would say I create content that I want for myself. I've only come to this realization like really recently because one of my friends was actually talking about, I did like a breakup um special you could say on my podcast which is great recommend listening you did two oh, parts i did three oh, three okay I know. amazing shut up about it no but do you know what and i was love? like we get it you got dumped we right? are, no it's good <laughs> but the thing is with that as well that i love that you did it we're going to get into it after this and you're not getting out of this question so just a diversion is that you said in each podcast as you go through a breakup you learn new things as you go so mm-hmm. it's not like in your first episode you were like okay this is how to deal with a breakup and this is the only way mm-hmm. you learn as you go and i love that yeah, I was like, I'm really raw right now. So, like, in a month's time, I'm probably going to take back everything I say right now. Like, <laughs> this is awful. Um, but, yeah, someone was like, what made you, like, do that kind of thing? And I was like, literally, I was in bed. It would have been, like, the third night. And I was literally like, I'm going to die. Like, what is going on? Especially because, like, my breakup was, like, because I feel like breakups are so different for everyone. Yes. My situation was, like, carpet, like, ripped out from under me. Like, where has this person gone? And I was terrified. Like, I was literally like. I don't know what to do. So it's like three in the morning. I'm in bed, like doing the like Google, like how to get over a breakup. Will I get over a breakup? Will I ever feel normal again? Blah, 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 blah. And all the articles firstly were like really clinical, which I appreciated, but I was like, okay, but like, what? Like, yeah. am I actually okay? I need someone that's like actually like been through this. Yeah. Um, and then I, same thing, podcast, like, you know, it's like three in the morning. I'm like, I'll listen to anything. Mm. Um, and nothing I really like Hit spoke to me. Everything was very clinical, yeah. which fair enough. You know, you've got like amazing psychologists and stuff being like, it's like grief and, and that stuff helped me. But I was like, I just want someone to literally be like, babes, you're going to be okay. Yeah. You know? Um, so I just 
So I, as I was saying to my friend, I was like, I think I just create content that like I need needed or yeah. need. So yeah, I do a lot of things like in the media landscape. Like I have a podcast. Um, a great podcast. Thank you. Give it a shout out. Where thank do we you. find it? Um, Conversations with Kat. <laughs> anyway, get your podcast. Listen now. I'm really flimsy. I'm not very organized with my podcast. Everyone's like, Listen, like Mama. you guys are like every week. This is episode. <laughs> like, listen now. I literally get on mic. I'm like, okay, guys. So like, my branding is like. <laughs> Insecure and lazy, <laughs> so you'll get episodes when I tell you you're going to get them. I right? love it. It's not going to be every Tuesday. It's, it's going to be surprises and be Whenever right. I feel like it, <laughs> boom, I'm there talking. Um, but it's fun. Yeah, um, Yeah, it. so I have a podcast and, like, I write, I do a bit of acting, I DJ, which is so random. Um, but I guess the way I would kind of, like, tie everything that I do together is, like, I do what I want and what I like like even for me DJing was like a very recent thing for me and that purely came from like my breakup where I was very depressed and my brother who makes music was like do you listen to dance music and I was like yeah like every so often it's not like my genre like I'm a musical freak if you don't like musicals I don't want to talk to you love that Steph is a large I'm like a I'd say a medium level feeling but you can appreciate them yeah i appreciate but i'm not highly passionate okay you are a very passionate yeah okay but don't put me in that box because then she's gonna expect that i've gone to like every broadway show that there is or something i mean we live in australia so it's impossible yeah exactly (laughs) but like what's your favorite musical oh my god um you know what? I really, really loved Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Oh my that God. was really fun. Mm-hmm. Jersey Boys, though, was I, amazing. I like Jersey Boys. Incredible stuff. Pass yeah. the test. <laughs> yeah. Because you know what I was going to say? <laughs> that movie called Mamma Mia. That movie called Mamma Mia is a great one. Like, movie, like, no, that is great. You know, Meryl Streep go yeah. after this. Yeah. Come through. No, Mamma Mia is great. You know, Mamma Mia is actually like yeah, it's a very good, good musical. Okay, yeah. It's, it's a cliche for a reason. Okay. Okay, yeah. So, like, I'm obsessed with musicals. So, like, that's like my Spotify is like. My little sister, who is actually like an M, that's her job. She's MT. Um, Wait, what's an MT? Musical theatre. Oh, she's like amazing! A musical theatre actor and dancer and all the things. And um, yeah, she has this uh, playlist called Mr G that has like I'm not kidding, like a thousand, like any musical, even like the niche one. But I'm like, what musical is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't know this musical? But I've never heard this musical <laughs> like in my life. Cool. Yeah, and um, she just adds to it all the time. That's I like love it. Anyways, long story short, my brother was like, "Do some dance music." I was like, "Eh." He was like. Yeah, I'll send you a few albums. I feel like it might, like, help. And dance music, like, it just – and I started doing these weird, like, dances on Instagram. I love no, every morning. My little morning in dances. And, tw- I mean, COVID went for a long time. No, so I started when did you post-breakup. And the, you know, the second thing of lo- – the Sydney lockdown. Yeah, and then yeah. you guys joined the yes, party. Yes, yeah, we joined. Um, yeah, <laughs> you came back. Um, but, yeah, that lockdown. Because I was going through heartbreak, then we went into lockdown and, like, all these things and found dance music, started making those stupid dances and – um I would I'm not kidding I would literally wake up and like play dance music and it would it kept me like yeah up here yeah and like when I would dip it just it kind of just like brought me up and um yeah so then I was like oh my god I want to create like this like euphoric dance moment for other people so I was like oh then I DJ because then I can literally curate a dance floor um so yeah that's kind of like how I do things and how I kind of Role. So it's I guess, yeah, in terms of work, <laughs> that's what I do. And then as a person, I don't know, um, how would I, yeah, describe myself as a person? I don't know. I'm very loud, in case you guys haven't noticed. <laughs> um, I'm very loud. I'm very loving, sometimes too much. I, I'm not very good at setting boundaries. It gets me into trouble. Um, and I'm very gay. That's how I describe myself. <laughs> Amazing. And you have a very beautiful energy. Yeah. Like you can feel it in the room. Yeah. It's lovely. 
So now to move on to kind of really focus on your career. So you have had some like incredible success with your personal brand and just your life. More, would you say recently? How, when do you feel your success has like? It's so it's a funny word because it is you know it is weird because it's yeah. like you know what is that? I, need to find it. <laughs> I think like it's. I think when my like in quotation marks like career started it was purely by accident so like as we established before mt freak i was meant to go to school so that was like ever since i was like a child i was like that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna be an actor musical theater i went through some really hectic mental health struggles um when i was maybe like 17 and i lost passion for like a lot of things so i wasn't dancing as much and then at the same time i got scouted and started modeling and i didn't really enjoy it but it was like making me money I was like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Um, so when I left school, I was like, I don't really know. And I started this, like, uh, food vendor business. So, like, I had a job. Like I, So I was like, I'm just going to take a year off and then I'll, like, revisit. I don't really know what's going on, but I'm making money and all good. And then, yeah, I just ended up kind of, like, getting these following and, like, working heaps and all this kind of stuff. And I guess, you know, people would be as, like, successful. And in a way I was, and I'm so grateful for that time because it's literally led me to here. Mm. And then there was kind of like this in-between where, like, I was still working and I was still creating content, but, like, I was very lost. I think I – I mean, firstly, I'd, like, neglected my love for the arts, which, thank God, has, like, come back very recently. Um, not come back, but I've been like, no, I can still – that is who I am and I'm going to still foster that even though I have these other incredible opportunities. Um, so I, I was very lost. I was struggling with, like, eating disorder stuff. I wasn't out and I was really struggling with my sexuality. Like, to put it into context, like, I knew I was gay when I was six but I grew up very Christian. Um, I dated a Christian boy when I was 19 because I was, like, I don't – like, I'm so scared to, like – I was trying to pray the gay right mm, way, mm, put it that mm, way. Mm. So there was, like, all that going on and, yeah, so I was still, like, successful in terms of, like, on a surface level people would mm. be like, you're so successful for your age and, like, you know, I was, like, I was working but I just, I was so lost. Like, I did not know, like, and I think coming out has been, like, such a journey of falling into who I am and what I really want to do and all this kind of stuff. But I honestly think – I don't know why I feel like I'm going to cry. This is so weird. Um, I honestly think since being dumped, like, it sounds so crazy, but, like, it made me, like, fully have to be, like, who am I? And I was, like, not, not knowingly in a toxic relationship. Like, I was being cheated on. So you don't know you're in a toxic relationship when someone's lying to you. You just mm-hmm. feel crazy. And, yeah. like, I think, too, so much of my identity was caught up with this person because – they were my introduction into queerness so I was like what am I like mm. without this person and I think I lost so much of my self-esteem in that relationship like literally towards the end I, I genuinely thought people only found me interesting because of my relationship like I was like people don't even like me they tolerate me because I'm dating this famous actor and yeah since since we broke up it's allowed me to come more into my queerness more into who I am I've called in like some of the most incredible people, like one of them being Denny, which mm-hmm. you two are friends with, like, and like Denny's group of people, and like, yeah, I have the most friends I've ever had in my life, and people that are like literally my family, and they've just given me the strength to be able to like be who I am, and that is hundred percent translated into my work mm-hmm. and creating things that I really care about, and being able to articulate myself in a way that actually feels like 
authentic to like who I am as a person and yeah I feel like I'm just blabbering now but yeah I probably do feel like in the past year to specifically the past seven six months I've felt the most on the right path Mm. in terms of like work I suppose than I ever have because I think I feel the most oddly in my body I felt the most like broken and saddest I have in a very long time but I think when something or someone or a situation breaks you sometimes it can break like a bad thing yeah yeah yeah. it can it can fully like snap you into being like I'm so broken so you're kind of like building yourself back up so yeah I never thought I would say that but I guess being dumped as a gift in a weird way it doesn't feel like it's just yet but it will definitely I mean if you can already foresee that as well I think for sure yeah for sure yeah it's it's funny thinking back to, and so interesting thinking back to the conversation that I had with Denny on the podcast and when they spoke about when they were able to come out as non-binary and that their light like lit up inside mm. of them and they felt like them again and well, I mean for the first time in a very long time and so it's so beautiful to hear that for you it was you know finding your identity and I'm guessing that's what helped you know has been it's so interesting because I'm sure you didn't think if I come out, I'm going to have career success. But you, I thought it'd be the opposite. Yeah, I grew and up you've in had it, so much yeah, success. Yeah, it's it's actually wild being celebrated for this thing that I spent my whole life like so terrified of. Like, I remember like in high school, the amount of times I sat in a bathroom and cried because I was just like, literally, what is wrong with me? Like, why do I have these feelings? And forcing myself into situations with like the opposite sex purely to try and be like connect 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 and it just didn't connect and like yeah and when also you also have the added layer of like religion where it was genuinely this thing of like mm. no I will like bad things will happen to me like if I if I allow myself to like explore that like ba- like genuinely like because you're taught that mm. like if you go against you know certain things but homosexuality being like a huge one then like bad things will happen to you in the christian church is is it a sin is that oh my god yeah yeah, it's one of the like the i mean it depends like there's beautiful churches now because i still have a relationship to god but in a very different very different way um so there's some like beautiful especially in america like there's some like amazing like um queer like inclusive churches that are like just oh my god so amazing and use scripture to like inform like probably to inform the discussions that we're having today but no traditionally yes it's a it's a huge sin and it's a huge no-no and it's also this thing of like it's unnatural so it would also be this thing where I thought I was because I grew up extremely anxious like I was a very very anxious kid I had a lot of like learning difficulties and all these kind of things things and so it was like also um they kind of view it as like this like unnatural thing in a weird way like it's not it's not like you are that and you need to like try and suppress it their thing is like it's genuinely like not possible so I was like I'm just being dramatic I'm just being difficult because I always felt really difficult when I was younger because yeah I had really extreme anxiety so I was always kind of like you know on the out naturally because everyone's like oh yes in the corner crying again um so again it just added to this thing of like I'm just being difficult like I'm just making this thing up to try and like get attention like you know um but yeah and that's where like the internet and like in a way like influencer culture or whatever um was so pivotal because I I got older and you know you're like in bed where no one can see you it's like watching like 
porn or something like <laughs> I don't watch porn personally but it's like that kind of thing like laid a bed under the covers like you know reading like seeing these people being like they seem really happy like they don't they don't seem like they have a bad life because you're so I was so, especially dating a Christian Pentecostal as well so you're literally like I had a conversation where like when I came out my ex-boyfriend's mum was like genuinely concerned for me because she was like you're gonna be depressed like everyone I know that is gay is like mm. depressed and was because, like, I mean, in that environment. So, yeah, to yeah. see, like, queer people not only be visible but, like, embraced and yeah. celebrated and happy, I was like, oh, okay, mm. that could be me. Mm. Um, so, yeah, with work, it's, like, this incredible thing, this thing that I spent my whole life suppressing is now, like, this thing that, like, people, like, love about me. I'm like, what? Like, I get emotional all the time. Like, literally yeah. being in, like, you know, on a dance floor yesterday at midsummer, so sweaty and disgusting, rubbing against, like, all these people. I, like, got teary, like, yeah. genuinely, because whenever I have those experiences, I just think, like, oh, my God. Like, and also, like, to growing up again religious, like, you get, like, like this is my now religion. Yeah. Like, being, like, in, like, immersed in like queer sweat like dancing to Donna Summer like this is church like you know what I mean and it's so beautiful to know that there's these people that also like don't even know you like you meet people in the community for the first time and there's just love Mm. you know like Denny's friends that like I meet for the first time it's just like oh we're family cool like it's just pure love and joy like it's yeah it's incredible and it's all very new to me Mm. it's amazing I feel like when it comes to, you know, finding your self-identity and all that sort of stuff, it really correlates so much with, with confidence and the topic of confidence. And I think for our community, confidence is, is a point of conversation too often um, because we all have struggled with it mm. from time to time. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure you have. But what's your relationship with, like with confidence? It's so – it's like – I don't know, I feel like my natural instincts on a podcast or, like, interviewing, I'm like, yeah, it's something that I used to struggle with and now I'm, like, so confident. I can, like, work through it, like, <laughs> get around it, guys. Um, but, no, like, even this morning, like, I think, too, again, like, I don't want to keep bringing it up, it's, like, get over it. But, like, obviously everything we just spoke about, but, like, I think, too, going through a breakup. Oh, any, 100%. Yeah, like, and having someone, like, you know, again, when you are cheated on over a period of time, um it's like the humiliation and feeling Mm -hmm. so undesirable and like you know you did something to make someone like not desire you like and not sexually desire you and all those kind of things and so I think it's something I've been revisited and struggled with and it's really up and down for me like I'll wake up and I feel very in my body and very like I don't feel like anyone could like shake me today um and then I have other days like this morning where I felt I was like crying at the pool today with a friend just being like I feel so undesirable. I feel like I'm having struggles with my, like, defect complex today. I feel very, like, scared of people and scared of the world and, like, everyone's going to leave me and all that kind of thing. So, like, today I'm, I'm not having a good day with confidence. But I, I do know that, like, honestly for me, confidence has been a thing of therapy has helped me with confidence, understanding my trauma, where things come from, why I think certain ways. Um, so, yeah, therapy has been, like, huge for me in confidence and not just talking about it like I'm not mean that in a way of like you know being like I struggle with confidence so like let's talk about it or like I had an eating disorder what are we gonna do it's generally sometimes it's like when you don't even it's just having a relationship with someone that trusts you and someone to talk about things that have nothing to do surface level with like confidence but like 
do once you like unpack and unpack and unpack and get to know yourself more because for me my goal isn't necessarily being like confident Mm. it's about knowing who I am at the core of it and that means knowing my like the stuff I'm working on knowing the stuff that I'm happy with or have worked through knowing the things I love about myself it's just like a sense of knowing Mm. and I and I only realized that on my journey when I would meet certain people and like they would just have this like aura about them where it almost is like you don't also see them physically like you do but as in like you know, we, can, we can be quite like vain especially if you've had like eating stuff and like yeah. you know if you were born female grow up female are female like you kind of naturally like and you, you you know slap yourself on the wrist like stop thinking like that ew um <laughs> like you kind of do but there's certain people that are in my life where like the first time I meet them or I'm around them it's like it's like a spirit it's like an aura and I remember this one day like unpacking it I'm like what is that I want that I was like what is it what is it and these people are so attractive right and um, I was like, it's these people that know themselves. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with them being like, I'm so confident. Um, they just have a sense of like knowing and gra- like their feet are on the ground. And I was like, that, that's my goal. Like that's what I want to be. I want, I want my feet on the ground at all times. Um, so, yeah, my relationship with confidence is that that's what I like strive towards and that's what I try to be. And it's something that I struggle with. And I think it's something that like, I don't think has like an end date, like anything, anything self-work. We live in like a really crazy world that is hectic and things get thrown at you and we all have different experiences. We're all born into different backgrounds. Um, like even like you guys would know having jobs that we do, it's so hard and you're always really hyper aware. And even if it's not even appearance wise, just like, am I going to say the wrong thing? Mm-hmm. Am I going to get cancelled? Like, yeah. you know, it's all the time. And I don't think there's enough compassion as well. Like even on that was a whole other discussion, but <laughs> there's not enough empathy and compassion. And like, again, like I like to lead that way. Like even again, recently being in situations where people have really hurt me and even growing up, like uh, people really hurt me. I always just try to lead from a place of like this world is really hard like there's a lot going on it's really hectic and everyone is just doing the their best and when you kind of like know that and I do believe that like like to my core unless like there's like 0.11% of the population that are like genuine sociopaths like yeah. maybe not them um but besides that and that's like also compassion because that's actually a mental illness so um everyone's doing their best um so when I know that it also helps me like yeah lead with love and empathy and if I extend that compassion to other people and believe that so wholeheartedly I have to extend that back to myself you know I don't know how I got from confidence to there but wise Um, beyond your years (laughs) wow and I think it's so interesting to hear you say it. And it's not, I think mm. it's so amazing that your vulnerability in saying that you don't have 100% confidence every single mm. day because I don't think anyone does. No. And it's, abs- it's so cliche to say that it's a journey, but it's not like you don't get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm confident. Okay, I'm never going to have to do any work on myself again. Mm. Um, and it, it's really – but if you look at your social media, you would think – and you're very open, which is incredible. But mm. then if you look at, you know, the fact that you show up and you in one of the hardest times of your whole life, you danced every morning – on social media <laughs> like that's pretty damn amazing but that wasn't and I think it's amazing for people to see that they can show up and they don't have to feel their best or you know fully confident mm. or like they maybe you didn't feel you were worthy of confidence at that time but no. you still showed up and you put yourself out there and it's so inspiring and I mean even yesterday this is more of a kind of superficial confidence thing but I personally always feel like I don't know really how to dress and I've always had like <laughs> anyway you're in a beautiful <laughs> I literally was like 
You look like an angel. Thank you. I mean, I know you don't need to hear that because it comes from within, but like you look stunning. (laughs) It's very nice. But yesterday when you put on your story, because you have very cool style and I'm like, I love your style. And you were like, I had to get changed 15 times today. And that for me, like it sounds so like small, but that for me, I was like, I read that and I was like, oh my God. So this like amazing, cool person has to change 15 times. So, like, oh, maybe Absolutely. I'm not – but that it's just putting yourself out there like that is – and I think it's so nice because you it, you are – like, if someone didn't know you, they would think that you were very confident. But I think it's just that you show up. I think that's amazing. true. I think that is my thing. I try always mm. to show up and that's – yeah, I'm going to steal that one. Thank you. Because um, my friend actually – I'll steal the go one. What is it? Uh, go off sis. Go off sis. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you're just like, you know what? Oh, I go retweet. Like, you know what? It's like, you don't know what to say, but you just want to be like, yes. yes. You want like emoji there? So I just go retweet. Re- I'm like, go off sis. So go off sis, retweet. Okay, yeah. that's going to yeah, be my yeah, new yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or if like, obviously like some people like transfer, some people don't like, yeah. you know, sis. I go yes. like, go off king. Yeah. Okay, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Love it. Thank you. Sorry um, to interrupt you, but now I have No, that. go. Okay. I still, you still. <laughs> amazing. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting. One of my bestest friends, Hannah, like randomly came on my podcast last week because we were just at home and we both like did not feel like doing work and we're like what are we gonna do like should we do something i was like why don't we just record a podcast and i was like oh my god we're gonna talk anyway let's be productive let's record a podcast episode <laughs> um and i think in the conversation somehow i was like hannah's very funny she was making a joke or something i can't remember but i was essentially like how do you actually like perceive me like watching me like online and then like knowing me so well mm. Like, am I different? Like, be honest. Like, am I a fraud? Hannah's like, no, 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 you are. Like, you online. The only thing I would say is, like, Hannah always tells these really funny stories. We actually – so I wrote this show, which is um, coming out very soon, actually, in, like, three weeks. But Hannah and um, uh, her best friend, Monique, like, co-wrote it with me. They're incredible writers. They do um, the formal series on TikTok. Like, they're just – check them out. They're amazing. Um, but uh, – <laughs> we wrote into Hannah is just so funny and she always tells this story of when I was getting dumped and when I got dumped and this one I was trying to go out and like, on my stories I was like Whoa! I was like added like I think I was at like the Imperial or something and I was like yeah and then literally in the car that night I'm like crying my eyes out and Hannah was sitting in the back with like all my friends and was like there was these boxes of like it was like Calvin Klein like pride stuff I needed to shoot and I was like what do you want me to do with these boxes like I don't know it's like Calvin Klein thing just showing in the back and I was like what the fuck is your life and yeah, I like, put it yeah. in the back but yeah Hannah's like it's I think the one thing is like you come across really confident and I was like it's not that you're not but like there'll be some Sometimes we're like, <laughs> you're on Instagram, you're like, whoa, yeah. let's go. Yeah. And then you call me like, it's just really bad. <laughs> I'm not okay. Yeah. Um, which I, I do communicate that with my followers, but they don't That's see okay. when I'm like, like. You don't need to share. Yeah, yeah no, and I don't want to. I don't want to. That like, raw, intimate moment. Exactly, 100%. Because yeah. you also may not have worked through it yet, so it's probably not to share it straight away well, no I, I, I never like want to exactly yeah and then also it's like it, it's just, it's a really hard um in in our kind of world of work it's a really hard um line because you are so grateful for what you do mm-hmm. and you're you know especially for you you would be a very positive light in a lot of people's lives so you would feel that pressure probably to show up in a positive way for them mm-hmm. but then also you want to be real but then I I feel like sometimes if I'm going through a tough time I'm not going to post for 10 days in a row like crying on my stories because then I'm like am I making people feel sorry for me and I don't want them to like I'm very grateful and yeah and it's you just lines for yourself yeah like exactly. at the end of the day like 
it's like hashtag real and raw. But it's like, yeah, but also like I'm a human being that has my own life. People that like, yes. you don't know. Yeah. My own emotions, my own trauma. Yeah. I'm gonna sit on Instagram and like unpack my trauma. Yeah. Y'all be scared. Yeah. You'll be like, okay. <laughs> um Yeah, it's just really like and also like for me, I never want to put it like toxic positivity where I'm just like Yes. I'm just being like real and raw because I feel like I used to be a bit like that when I was like hashtag wellness and like <laughs> I don't know like I get a bit like I'm like I don't yeah it's a hard it's a hard line and I'm happy that like the feedback is though that people see that in me and like I get beautiful DMs and stuff like that and it's not that I want to be like no no really I'm like not confident because I'm like sure like I am sometimes and I try and like put joy and like positivity out there um but of course like I'm a human being I'm not a robot like I don't wake up confident all the time, but I, I think I do sometimes address that. I think sometimes I address it more when also when I have more time to give like nuance, like when I write like think pieces or I'm on a podcast or I'm being interviewed. That's probably when you get me being like, oh, <laughs> I'm not okay. No, <laughs> I'm okay, but like I cannot be okay sometimes. And that's okay. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's the thing with Instagram. It's the hardest thing. It's not a platform for this. This is why podcasts are amazing. Yeah. So you can't, it's really can hard. There's only so much you can yeah. do like within your and your mm-hmm. stories and everything mm-hmm. and and I this next question I know we just spoke about how we don't want to bring up trauma mm. um and I I'm are we gonna bring up trauma yeah. <laughs> are we gonna talk about <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> how dare you <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. but no not we don't we, okay we, we want to what I really want to talk about no it's okay I got, I got boundaries so <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about something I don't want to talk okay. about don't worry <laughs> also for anyone listening we did we did check we did, yeah, we did yeah 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 don't worry this is being checked <laughs> I, I have confirmed these questions I'm not getting bounced on imagine no so what what we really wanted to talk to chat to you about and something you've been really open with and it's incredible is your struggles with your eating disorder and kind of body dysmorphia and your relationship with your body then I think for a lot of our community and Steph and I have been through it in our own ways as well um, and then a lot of people in our it's, just, it's I feel like it's almost more common if you have if you follow people on social media to have some type of problem with your body and self-love and all those things and and developed disordered eating habits um, and also with like some of the crazy diets on social media that actually they're not framed as disordered eating but they actually are exactly and so we wanted to touch on that with you and your experience and and how you were able to work through it and I suppose any words of because I think that's when you share what I really love is that you share tools of advice instead of kind of sharing the more triggering things that yeah because I can sometimes that's trigger right, I recorded a podcast episode and it took me which is great I really like, recommend listening literally like five goes because I remember when I was really unwell and I was like I'm trying to recover I would listen to these things genuinely genuinely to try and be like help and I would, they'd be like, I was eating this amount or I was – and I was like, okay, so that's what I'm going to do, you know, or like I would then freak out about like the things that like I had like, you know, because I was putting practical things in place in order to, you know, try and recover. And then when they would like say what they did, I was like, oh, my God, I'm fake. Like that eating disorder brain would like freak. So I was so scared putting out – like it took me so long. So I was like, how do I like help and express without – giving people ideas, you know, because that's something that, like, even, like, what's that movie, To the Bone? Oh, God, that movie. Don't, I've, I've do not so, watch that movie. Oh, I watched it and I was like, do not watch why that does movie. this exist? Yeah, I didn't finish it. I, I literally watched, like, ten minutes. Yeah, it was. Genuinely just do, like, out of curiosity. Yeah. And I was like, I can't do this. Um, Stuff like that, like, we just, like, this was clearly written by someone. <laughs> I mean, I don't actually know. So maybe it was written by someone. So I don't know. Um, But anyways. So I was very, like, cautious. Yeah. Um, and even now, yeah. But I think 
there is a firstly like I want to say there is a difference and not to like this isn't a shame this is just like they're genuinely like Mm. medically there is a difference and I've literally experienced all sides of the spectrum of like anorexia nervosa or um bin like all that and anorexia and like eating disorders aren't just that it's like binge eating disorder and lots of people that suffer from that mental illness um can have many disorders in one that was the case for me and it was really interesting for me when I um got anorexic I was yeah I was 17 16 17 and for me it, w- it wasn't a case of um like it's a mental illness like mm-hmm. you know and disordered eating is awful and I've been through that and we'll talk about that um and that kind of came after and was intertwined it's a whole thing different, though. but there, it's different like so anorexia I didn't actually know what was happening to me um I just became terrified of food and I didn't want to eat and I didn't know why and um I obviously lost weight very quickly and because also I was in school people were like oh. and I like it wasn't like I was like trying to show off my body or be like proud of like you know I was I would wear like oh my god it was it was awful um and then and it was because I have complicated PTSD from things that happened to me when I was younger and um yeah so I I had a lot of different kind of anxiety disorders and one of them unfortunately manifested into an eating disorder and then that got compounded with getting scattered as a model which I'm sure both of you would know Mm. so I was trying to recover but I was in this industry and I'm short so you know in order to work I had to be like I was just like a size four it validates your like you get told you look good you look good and I was working and you know I fit Mm. into these sample sizes and also being a short model they were only at the time like high short models if you were so small, because yeah. you, you had to like let you know what I mean, because my body like is in obviously proportioned. Look like a six look foot person, in, yeah, 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 precisely. So it was really hard, and then it kind of morphed into for me, yeah, that more disordered eating, um, cutting out food groups. I suffered really badly from exercise addiction, um, all of those things, and it was a really hard thing that I think I only really properly started to heal, honestly. Like because of the way the internet is and how like wellness culture is so rife and you can justify your behaviors yeah i turned it into a goddamn brand like i was like let's make raw caramel slice and don't get me wrong i eat really well now because i want to look after myself and i want to feel good and having mental health issues like moving your body and eating well is like like for me like helps me stay afloat and I still love all my raw treats and yeah, I still love yeah. my salads and I have the kick app that, that's <laughs> genuinely not a plug like I'm obsessed with the kick app <laughs> I did like I did like a Instagram thing maybe like I was living in Byron so like a year and a half ago and then like became obsessed with the app like anyways that is not a plug I'm genuinely like <laughs> cool and do you know what's so <laughs> special about hearing you because when when we went to reach out to you about the podcast I think there's always because you're so open about being anti-diet culture yeah. and anti-wellness mm. which as a we it was when you respond because a part of me I was like obviously everything that we do is kick at kick is to try and push yeah, with that sustainability mind, yeah. balance and because we've been through it and absolutely not to the extent you have but we really try and make sure that's what we're doing it was such for I was like I was such a humbling moment when you replied and you were like I'll, I'll come on the podcast because I was like well, it was just it was so nice because you do you you practice what you preach and it was yeah it was 
So thank you for coming. You thought it was gonna be like, really nice. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you could have, and then you know we go and, and we do more work. But no, it was um, it was yeah. Thank you so much. For, no, for oh my god, no. I was like chuffed because like, it's true. Okay. The stuff about wellness, and, and when you when you it speak is hard. about it, yeah. I remember I followed someone um, that's very prominent in the wellness space, and, and they still are, and they posted about they posted about how they didn't eat. There was they got to a hotel room and there was fruit there. And because it was after 4 p.m., they wouldn't eat it because they don't eat after 4. And I just – and I, that to me brought back some really bad habits that I used to have. And and it was, you know, it was explained by – I think it was explained by intermittent fasting. And of it course was, it was. But and don't even get me started Yeah, and on that, it's kind of like that's an excuse to – for me, that was super triggering. And I had to be like, okay, I'm going to mute this person um, or unfollow or whatever. I can't – because I can't see that and that's not – but, yeah, you're right. It's like – wellness can be this yeah and I know because I I was in yeah. I was in that like on my recovery and people always like I did this thing cooking with Kath and Foodie Fridays and like my all my recipes are actually still on the internet and like they're great recipes yeah yeah but yeah. it was this thing because people always when I started like weaning off it and it was a really hard thing because I was like I have I had no desire to cook anymore like I was just like oh my god I have to keep with this like Foodie Fridays thing and now I like hate it and like people were expecting it so I kind of so I was like I'm taking a break and then just like and everyone was like what's happening and I was like I had to get on the internet I think I did a podcast episode on as well but I had to get on my stories and be like I've unpacked this mm. and I because at first I was like why and I was like I actually think I've genuinely come to like a, a, another tier in my eating disorder, in my disordered eating and diet culture, and I'm less obsessed with food. Mm. And because of that, I actually don't really like cooking. Yeah. I was just obsessed with food and it would, all I would think about. Like, yeah. that's why I made recipes because I that, made it my oh brand. My, so really, like, my oh brand my was literally food yeah. because I was hungry and I was obsessed with food. And, yeah. like, ugh. so, yeah, it's so interesting. And I wasn't – I didn't know that at the time. I was just like – yeah, I'm helping people get healthy. And, like, I'm sure to some people that have, you haven't had a yeah. history, they would have been like, again, go Love up, these sis. raw treats. Love the raw yeah. treats. That's why they're still on the internet because yeah, yeah. I'm like, there's I'm nothing still, wrong with the – There's nothing wrong yeah, with the, yeah. like, eating well. But for you but personally, for me, creating them and sharing right? them, that's the yeah. – Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so it, it is so hard with that, like, yeah, like, wellness space and knowing what to talk about and what to say. And I actually even think I made, like, not a mistake, but – I even said the other night, and it wasn't coming. Okay, I mean, maybe it was subconsciously, but it was like eleven o'clock at night, and I like I went to a show and I got back late. And I, to be honest, I just wanted to put a story up because I looked really good. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so I was in my kitchen, and I was like, my um, guilty pleasure is like, I'm not hungry, but like, I'm absolutely gonna like demolish the kitchen at eleven o'clock at night. And like, maybe don't do that because like you're you've eaten dinner and had a snack, and you know. You're not actually hungry. But I just, like, after it, I actually had a really good, my beautiful friend, um, Milo, which I think you guys would love Milo, but she actually DM'd me. She was like, sis, like, that ain't it. And she's a, like, she can, she wasn't being rude at all. Like, she's a friend. She can say mm-hmm. that. It was coming from love. And I was like, no, 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 like, I just was trying to be funny. And she was like, no, like, I know you, like, absolutely. But, like, let's not. And I was like, let's not, you know, because it's like, even though, like, yeah. I was coming from like being funny and like, you know, nah, nah, nah. but it's like that could trigger someone to be like, oh my God, I ate past 11 o'clock. Like, is something wrong with me? Yes. yes. You know what I mean? It's like, I no, like, same way. whatever yeah. hell you want. Like, yeah. I still feel the same way when I see people um, post about like eating certain something the night before. And so like, 
I'm just not going to have breakfast this morning. Or like, oh, I, have to, I just I have need to, to run. I need I mean, a, I'm, was, I'm going for a 10K run because don't I don't even pizza last night like, I only, And I'm like, what? Yeah, it's, it's – it's, even for me, like for a while there, which is why I love – honestly, what helped me heal, I'm not even kidding. So I moved to Byron um, – what? I don't know when that was. It was recent, but like, you know, long recent. <laughs> and I – we'd like come out of a lockdown as well, I think, before I went there and – Traffic in Byron is cooked, which mm. is a weird thing to say. Mm-hmm. So, like, the only, like, <laughs> ride, like, I go live in Byron Bay and I'm like, I'm not getting in the car. Okay. Um, but the gym that was, like, accessible, it was just, like, oh, it was such a mission to get to because there was, like, this road that, like, getting, in, you know. And so I was like, I'm going to get into, like, home workouts. And this was around the time where, um, but, yeah, she messaged me to, like, work with Kick. And I was like, yeah, sweet. Um so then I got access to the app and I like literally fell in love with it. I'm not kidding. I would do that and Aloe Yoga, they're like nice. my two little apps. And um, not being in a gym, let me tell you. <laughs> I was like, oh, me out here working out because I want to. Yeah. And like there's no mirror. I was like only had access to a balcony. Yes. So I had no mirrors. I was working out without a mirror. Um, yeah. I was like, okay. So it's been really interesting. I mean, I still work out majority at home because of that experience but I love going to like classes and Mm. stuff in Sydney but I have to really because my issue was like like I would I suffered exercise addiction unfortunately where when I would go to a class whenever like they would give you like progressions especially when I'm a runner so like um this gym that I now am an instructor at which is weird Barry's they give you like three levels right so there'd be like intermediate events like Mm. speeds and I I don't care how I was feeling. I had to do the top speed. And if I was running next to two people. It was like a race. It was absolutely. Like heaviest weights had to be running. When it's recovery time, no, I'm running at a seven. Like, which is like a, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's in miles. It's in miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably like, babes, that's a walk. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're a really good runner. You'd have been like, okay. (laughs) I've been there with my running. It's nice to be in a place where you just, if you you just do what you feel. Like. Yeah, so it's yeah. been this real thing to stepping back into a gym and now being an instructor and, like, making that my ethos, like, in my classes. Because some people love it, especially, like, people that haven't had – I feel like there's, like, less as well, like, cis men that have gone through stuff. Yeah. They want to be screamed at and yeah. be like, oh, if you're dying, I don't <laughs> yeah, care. Like, you know pushed. what I mean? Like, they want that. They like, want to be pushed, whatever. Yeah. Like, that's fine if that's your thing. But I always try to create an environment, especially when I'm teaching, that's very, like – I'm here to push you, like, and I'm going to say things, but at the end of the day, this is your workout, like, this is your body, like, that's yeah. very much my ethos. I just, I love that you bring light to the, I, I suppose, the, and I mean, it's a part of the, one of the biggest reasons. And it's hard because you feel like you have to get rid of it, right? Like even me now, sometimes I feel like a trader being like a fitness instructor. Like, no, but no, health but is, you it's know, for your mental health. health. Moving, I know, but I know what body, those, I yeah. know what those institutions yeah. can do to people because yeah. it, I know what it did to me yeah. in my, you know, it's such a fine line, like knowing like, cause I love moving my body, but I have a history of exercise addiction. Yeah. Most addictions you got to get rid of them, yeah. you know? So it's always so hard and, like, constantly checking in. You're like, you know, am I eating this because I'm stressed about things that, you know, like, yeah. it's it's so hard. And, like, with the wellness culture thing, you can get away with it so yeah. easily if you want to. You can justify your behaviour so easily. Like, yeah. intermittent fasting, don't even get me started. 
Yeah. Like literally eating disorder territory. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's nuts. I I agree with everything you're saying, like so so wholeheartedly. And I think it just keeps taking me back to conversations I've seen in the community, mm-hmm. in our kid community that I see, like whether it's a conversation about, you know, coming over to our program, which again, I'm speaking from a very proud position, um, but coming, you know, onto our program after maybe doing a different one that had a very different kind of I don't know, I want to use the word pressure behind it mm. um, or challenge. And they're like, I went out last night and I had pizza with my girlfriends and I didn't even think twice about it. And like today I'm I'm not working out because I did that. Mm. And, you know, just it's seeing huge. that kind of conversation is really nice. And I think it's, I think it's totally um, amazing that you can, as Laura said, kind of touch and touch on the fact that you feel weird about putting out things like recipes or workouts and stuff because you've been there where it was triggering once. But I think it's also really important that you have kind of come full circle. And when I say that, I don't mean that you're at your end destination because no one is. No one is. Um, But that you can see how it can help people and that you're just trying to do it in that light that encourages people in the right way. I think that's really Totally, Because it is a huge part of who I am. Like moving my body is like one of my favourite times of the day, like genuinely. And I think people don't realise that as well. Like I'm like, no, no, like now and it's taking me – five yeah, years to not hate it I love working yeah. out like you know like genuinely like it's so fun like but what I I saw you do a post and it was you know that you wanted to move your body and work out but you ended up dancing instead and that was your workout for the day and I think that's also really important I think there's this misconception that health has to look a certain way and that exercise has to look a certain yeah and way. I know that because I used to yeah. do like that it, like literally it was, to me it was like panting yeah until I'm gonna like die yeah and like throwing around weights every single day like I mean I ended up like I ended up my big turning point was actually just beginning of COVID I ended up with like a stress fracture in my hip and I couldn't walk Mm. how did I get that stress fracture literally like working out on an injury Mm. like for months I ran a half marathon with a stress fracture in my hip like nuts stupid don't do that (laughs) um yeah so now that was like the start and it's been you know um but it's so it's so freeing to live a like I, I, again it makes me emotional yeah. because like and honestly again circuit breakers like being dumped and being so depleted and bed bound it was like a circuit breaker for yeah. so many of those bad things and one of them honestly was the way I treated my body yeah. you know and I also have empathy for my ex who um, obviously did a not very nice thing but I have empathy for how hard it would have been for them mm. to try and be in love with someone that they care about or cared about, you know, when we met, who couldn't care for themselves. And, you know, I also have empathy for them for the fact of, like, we couldn't enjoy certain things because I would be stressed about when I was going to work out. And even though I would be there, I wasn't present. And they could feel that. Like, they would be, like, annoyed, you know. And I would be too. And, like, so I do have empathy for, for that and through realising that I was like someone's got to give and like to know that genuinely now I'm, I can go a day without working out yeah. and I'm still going to be present and bubbly and fun and like I can go a day where like I only work out for like half an hour and yeah. or I just literally like dance or like do all that stuff and I, I the, my biggest thing was like I always wanted to be like that but firstly of course like but way back when it was always like I'll be overweight you know or that fear that fear you know which you guys would know and also that thing of like no I can't do that because I I I can't actually emotionally regulate until I've worked out like I I genuinely was like I'm not fun to be around until I've worked out um 
So yeah, it's been like a massive circuit breaker. And I have moments, I remember even today, I, I woke up late because I, because last night, like went out dancing, I had the best time and um, I woke up late and I actually did have that feeling of like, oh my God, I've woken up late. Like I should, I should move my body. And I was like, no, I'm going to go get coffee with my friend. And I was sitting at the pool and again, like I had this beautiful moment where I was like, I was like, wow, like who would have thought that like I would sit at the pool having not worked out and probably not going to have time to work out today. And I actually feel fine. So fine. And some people they're like, what are you talking about? Like I'll go months without working out. What's the problem? Um, but for me, I never, no, I never huge. thought, I never, never, that's never, so I never thought I would, I would ever get to a place where I could go a day without moving my body like and feel, feel okay. Yeah. Like I never, ever, ever thought. I remember I would meet people. I had this, beautiful chiropractor and she was um would have been like mid 40 she had three kids and being around her and this isn't to shame her at all because we would genuinely have these conversations where she would be like don't be like me she suffered exercise addiction from the age she was 18 hip replacements all these things and watching her navigate like not she was like i haven't had a rest day in like three years you know and i was like oh my god like i need to figure this out Mm. I don't want it, it, it's shackles yeah. and no one that suffered unless you've suffered from exercise yeah. addiction you do not know what that oh, that feel, and if anyone is listening like well, I know I know it. how hard it you is it, you yeah. can get through it because I'm living proof I genuinely thought I would be 50 and still having mm. I probably was like I'm gonna have to have both hips replaced because I'm never gonna it's a one thing out of my eating disorder I'm never gonna be able to go over my exercise addiction but here we are and now, yeah. look, I mean, I, I just relate to that so much. I speak yeah. exactly the same. And mine was very much – it was controlling my eating, but also mm-hmm. – especially because you – I guess you A-type personality, like, you can be really disciplined. Oh, and God, it just, yeah. yeah. Can, so it can yeah. be really dangerous. And for me, having – I had COVID – not now, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm actually immune because I had it too. So go on, bring the COVID in. <laughs> so after I, I haven't exercised, apart from the uh, workouts we did last week, for our events I haven't really exercised for about a month mm-hmm. and I literally and I've done one run that I didn't I went so slow and I was like oh, I'm really feeling this so I just stopped mm-hmm. and I am so proud of myself because I don't care like I, I still have energy to do my work I do feel better I might, I might I'll go for a walk or I'll do a meditation yeah, but you you don't but I, I'm sure once I'm better I'll be able to go back to you know doing yeah. five to six whatever a week but I it's so nice that I know that if I can't do it, if I'm injured or if I have to rest, like I can. Yeah. And it's like you just – and now even now with my running, like I, I can probably run 15K if I really wanted to. But I can't be bothered really. It's I like relate. a bit too long. Oh, my God, I relate. So I'll just do 7 to 8, seven to eight K and that's enough. And mm. like it's not pushing me. I don't need to be pushed. I'm going out because it makes my mind feel good. And like I just run f- – I just – you know what, Kik, we just exercise for mm. life. Like that's just what – And honestly, I want, like I want to say as someone like – I am really proud of you for that. I was just about to say, yeah. I feel like I'm going to cry. Yeah, yeah. I felt that because I know exactly <sighs> it's so hard. And like the fact that you, you're doing that and you've done that and it's happening right now, like I want to say as someone that has like suffered really bad exercise addiction, like I'm so proud of you. Like that's, it's huge. And you should be really proud of yourself. Thank you. And it's, it's, it is, it's, it's huge. Cause I like, obviously I've like been friends with you. Yeah. <laughs> we're all gonna cry <laughs> no because i <laughs> i love friendship 
been friends with you through that time. And even like when you've, even I would say in the last like three years, there was moments where mm. you was, it was still 100%. there. It was still there and I could, I could feel it. And even though you were like, I haven't worked out in a week, but it like, cause I'm sick, but it's fine. I could tell that it wasn't fine. It was bugging, in, you. In, yeah. it was bugging you. And so it just makes me so happy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's a bit, woo. No, um, it's so true. And the people closest to you are the ones mm. that want, they want the whole of you. Like that's the thing now. Like I know that I because obviously I still go through like you know it's a journey. But yeah, of course like, it's a now journey. that Absolutely. I definitely feel like I like sit yeah. in my body, it doesn't affect me. It's so my my, my siblings, like I have three beautiful siblings, I'm really close with them. And they in the past six months have individually like and I have not been like, Do you think I've changed? Like <laughs> not at all. But they have individually of their own accord genuinely gotten emotional and being like mm. we feel like we have you back oh that's so you know nice. because you're not ruled by this like yeah. thing that's yeah, just there yeah. it does it it can mm. and it ruins your relationship it's the people closest to you that like we want we just want the whole of you mm. because you can sit there and be like guys but like i'm fine and like <laughs> i'm not exercising right now i'm, I'm fine yeah. but it's your energy it's yes. sitting there it's in the room and everyone's like oh i feel uncomfortable yeah you know yeah mm. Mm. I've got that out. <laughs> All right. So I suppose still under the same realm, but like moving on. Um, how do you feel about the the term self-love? It's thrown around a lot, you know, practicing self-love and everything. Like there is so much positive, positive stuff that happens with that term. But like, how do you feel about it? I think it goes back to what I was probably saying before about confidence. Yeah. Like self-love for me is about knowing myself, knowing every part of myself, being self-reflective, like working on myself, um, and again, it comes back to that thing of like having both my feet on the ground and that's self-love to me. I'm someone like I journal every single day, like pages and pages and pages. I'm a freak. And no, you do not have to do that. A lot of people like journal shame. And I was like, oh my God, I should be journaling. No. And also good periods <laughs> for a week where I don't touch it. Um, but oh that- my God. <laughs> I literally in the intro, no, it wasn't this podcast. It was last, the last Blackers podcast. I, I've literally, my goal was to, because I've done journaling in the past and I really, really loved it. And so a New Year's resolution, which I don't even like, but I decided <laughs> to do one anyway, was to get back into journaling. And I got about two weeks into January and I decided to give up because it just wasn't, it wasn't fueling me like it has in the past. And I've, I'm all over the shop. I've got a baby and I'm not sleeping and, yeah. um, and I'm not in routine. And I just found that like I was getting really angry at myself for not journaling. And so I've decided to just leave it for now and I'll, I'll go back and revisit it when I feel up to it. But I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, I hate like <laughs> And also, like, context, I used to be a journal shamer when I was in my wellness <laughs> stage. Yeah, yeah, I was like, again. everyody yeah. needs to journal. Like, just, like, make time for yourself. Like, yeah. Shut up. No, I will sleep in and I won't journal. you got a bloody baby. Like, you're, like, like, literally, yeah. like, <laughs> making a human into, like, a human. Like, that's – you're good. Like, that's enough. Like, that'll do. Um, Do you have an organic pen? <laughs> No. Because, like, fumes? To, no, sorry, that's not really... To I feel like sorry, <laughs> what? Excuse you. Is that a real thing? That is the most... I actually want to die. What? I don't even know what you said then. An organic what? pen. I just went, like, in one ear and out Steph, the other. we don't have organic pens. We're <laughs> <laughs> not worthy of organic pens. That's the pressure. No, I feel like... Do you have organic no, pens? You, you, no. It's, it's kind of the, the same. pressure of the That is a poll on my story. <laughs> okay. No. So, Laura, Stefan, apparently we should be using organic pens. Like, what's going on, guys? It's the same pressure people put around meditation. It's like, if you're going to meditate... 
can't meditate. Like, sorry, when you tell me to meditate, I'm like, absolutely not. I have tried for the yes. past six years because I'm like, I will not be really like, want to be that person until I meditate. Yeah. I, no wonder I have anxiety. But there's also all this pressure around, like, if you're going to meditate, it's going to be a, like cross-legged on a pillow watching the sunset like and have no thoughts just yeah. the mantra and also meditation is so different from yeah. like yeah. for me yeah. working out as meditation is running yeah same yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um for me uh dancing yeah. like dancing and and I dance like all day in my fucking living room like yeah. it's a thing that's my meditation I do yoga I like stronger flows but for me yoga is like it's there is my love it it's cuz and why I got into it is because like I was like I cannot meditate. I'm way too anxious for this. And it's like that's why you need meditation. <laughs> Did you? I'm like oh my god, cry me a river. Like I'm gonna hit you. No, I'm not. No, let's not promote that. I'm not gonna hit anyone. I'm going to flick you. Like yeah. it's just like no. Like I, yeah. my I, and also like I have complicated PTSD. So when these like I remember I had to like move like. Like, there were certain, like, yoga teachers I generally, like, couldn't go to their class because I was just like, you're not trying hard enough. Oh, my like, God. if you've got trauma, you got to meditate. And I was oh just like, God. no, like, you don't understand. Like, I have complicated PTSD. If I get, like, if, if I hit a certain <laughs> button accidentally by being too far into, like, a Zed so like, yeah. Like, it's bad. Like, yeah, I yeah. can't do that. I don't have time. I've got yeah. things to do. Like, yeah. I can't be, like, catatonic on the floor right now. Like... It's mm. gen- like people don't have enough, new- and it's like if you meditate and that is your thing, again, go off, sis. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> go off, king. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's not that, and that's why I love journaling. That's why I love therapy. Yeah. Therapy is meditation to me. I put my phone away, just talk yeah. about myself for an hour. Um, hang out with my friends is meditating. Being on a dance floor. That's why in Sydney, when they like close dance floors again, I was like, and I don't drink, so everyone like hears it like, oh, wild party animal cat. I'm like, no, like. <laughs> Literally, I'll go to bed, like, have my tea, like, eat my food after because I'm like, wow, that was intense, and go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't drink I don't drink or anything like that, but, like, being on a dance floor, like a queer dance floor, is, like, my meditation. Yeah. Like, there's no other feeling that, like, when me and my brother, we used to talk about it because he, like, loves it. And when we're together, we're literally, like, on a dance floor, I'm like, shoes off. Yeah. Like, shoes off, like, it's going, it's happening. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Um, and... That to me is meditation. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. being on a dance floor, like you get this, like it only happens every so often where like you get this genuinely like euphoric, euphoric feeling where you're yeah. like up here and you're like, nothing could piss me off. Yeah. Nothing. Like I'm not worried about anything. Yeah. So like there's different forms of meditation that we don't talk about. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I just went on a tangent. No, it's fine. I mean, everything, it all comes <laughs> under like self-love and practicing self-love and all that. So it's yeah, it's yeah. Really it's, I, guess it's, I have to ask you a question. This is not – on the question list, yeah. so like, feel free to be like, nah, I'm not going to talk about it. But mm. um, I feel like you will. <laughs> again, <laughs> okay. Confidence. Again, <laughs> again, no pressure. It's like you might have boundaries, but um, <laughs> well, I reckon I'm going to knock on the door. I'm going to knock on the door. No, but I only want to bring it up because of how you've spoken about your uh, your relationship with exercise in the past and the fact that you're really into yoga. Mm. Because for me, I um, – had a certain relationship in the past with exercise. Mm-hmm. And what I have loved about yoga is, yeah, I use it as a form of meditation as well, but it's also taught me that, you know, I can put half an hour to an hour aside to move my body. And I still consider that like my daily workout or Absolutely, whatever. Absolutely, same. Yeah. Whereas in the past. I never thought I would. No, I yeah. remember I used to like um, this uh, yoga studio that I went to, mm. um, it was like my introduction to yoga. Mm. Um, the woman who owns it, why? I think I think she probably just smelt it off me. Honestly, she probably just smelt the exercise addiction coming out of my pores because I'm there and everyone's like in child's pose and I'm like 
You're like, no, no, I'm going to Turn around, relax. Yeah. So like, cool, stop yelling. Um, <laughs> and yeah, she's so beautiful because she came from a past based education. And yeah, she like one day just kind of like talk, spoke to me about it. And I was like, I'm fine. Um, but she said something about, I can't remember in the context, but she, essentially she was like, now like all she does is yoga once a day, whatever. And I've seen her in class, like she's strong, but yeah. she's not there like holding a headstand all the time. She'll like sit in child's pose, for, like on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, and I remember just being like, whoa, like in what world <laughs> yeah. am I doing yoga as my form of exercise? Yeah. Get real. Yes. Yeah. I'm a workout and then I'm, and and be, then I'm going to yeah. go to yoga. Yeah. Like I just was like, in what world? Yeah. Now, yeah. literally like yesterday I landed and like my, yesterday my workout was like yoga and I was yeah. like, yeah. Done. That was great. Um, which is amazing to me. Like yeah. I have moments where I'm like, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Am I? Was that TikTok? Am I better than everyone? <laughs> oh my god, I love that TikTok. But you know what? I think it, it is. It's really good because like for example, um, and I know you you touch on this sometimes about your Apple Watch. And for me, for a long time, um, I wasn't obsessed with calories when it came to food, mm. but when it came to exercise, it really did like define if I worked out or Absolutely. not. Absolutely. And yeah. so when I first got into yoga years ago, I was like this isn't doing enough. No. Like, I'm not going to waste my time doing this. Mm-hmm. It's not burning enough calories. So I'm going to have to do a different workout on top. And this, again, I don't want that to trigger anyone. It was a really yeah, bad relationship. Yeah. Um, and it's and not I, true because I want to say I'm the strongest. I honestly, yeah. I'm not kidding. Like, it's been such a weird thing for me in the past month. Like, when I'm in the gym, because, like, I've been into – I've, like, love throwing mm. around weights. Like, yeah. used to do CrossFit, all the things. Um and I am the strongest, honestly, from doing yoga. I'm not yeah. kidding. Like, it's actually absurd. Even my friends have been like, oh, my God, <laughs> strong. Yeah. And I've been like, I'm not kidding. It's from yoga. Like, I'm not kidding. Yeah. And enjoying myself and not working out as much. Because my body, yeah. when I do go, I'm so intentional. And I'm like, because I'm actually recovering. Yes. And chilling out and enjoying my life. Yeah. I'm the strongest I've ever been. Yeah. So all the things that you're probably scared of. It's the fear. No, I'm yeah. like the fittest I've ever been now. And I work out like quarter of what I used to, literally. Go yoga. Sorry, I just had to go down there. No, it's such, like, a good, no. it's such a good question because <laughs> yeah. it is, it's so true. And that's what I've done in my – through COVID. So depending on what watch you have, like Apple Watch has great things like can do your blood oxygen and stuff. Like that's yeah, great. Right. But it's like focusing on – what measurements you so I wasn't wearing it but then when I've put it back on I just changed my screen so it's not the screen with the move ring anymore yeah, the it's screen. a different screen right because otherwise I find myself sometimes Still sometimes and you, yeah it's sometimes triggered yeah I can't do watches yeah like you just you just but you just have to do what works for you and for some people they're not even going to think they just think great it's going to make them do more steps. yes that's like fantastic for me, I think honestly getting pregnant helped me a lot because yes. I was still wearing my apple watch and there was no way like my my goal was I don't know I didn't even know what my goal was but like I was never reaching it and I just got to a point where I was like Okay. That's life. <laughs> <Not about> that. <laughs> and yeah. so now I don't look at it. But yes, I can see absolutely how it can trigger mm. for sure. Totally. So now I'm quite conscious that – Oh, this is just too fun though. We're halfway how long through and we've been going for an hour, which is usually – it's like 45 minutes. Oh. Uh, but the, but you're, doing, you're doing great. I have nowhere you're to be, but I don't want to like annoy yeah, you guys. I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> so we're <laughs> Problematic. I hate Joe Rogan, but this is very Joe Rogan of us. <laughs> Maybe we should sit here for three hours. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Uh. So, okay. So we've – actually, there's one more question before we move on to – relationships with others which we would love to chat to you about one more question on you what are you most proud of about yourself oh my god um coming out yes something i thought i'd do all the things we probably just spoke about but what am i most proud of this sounds really like i don't want to it's really hard like i don't know how to talk about this stuff without 
Is there like a trigger warning or something? I don't know. We'll put a trigger yeah, warning on the side. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know, but probably being, it sounds really like, and I don't mean to like bring that mood down because it's not it's a happy thing. No. But like being alive, um, yeah. quite frankly, like I um, have had like a pretty hard, and this isn't like a woe is me, people have it way, way hard. I have a lot of privilege. Um, but I have, you know, life hasn't been easy for me. And it's never felt easy. I've never, I've always felt very like, um, like on the out because of many different things and experiences. And yeah, I didn't, when I was younger, I didn't think I would make it to even 18 because I um, struggled really, really mm. terribly with suicide ideology. And um, yeah, even now, like it's something that like, um every day and I don't think it's something spoken about enough because you know people I think people are scared to talk about this subject but yes it's like I'm proud every single day that I'm alive because yeah when I was younger as soon as like I figured out that you could do that to yourself I was like great that's it that's what I want to do I don't want to be here um and I've yeah, I found I find living really hard. If I'm being quite quite honest, like I don't find life easy. I find like when I get up in the morning, sometimes I'm like, okay, like here we go. Um, and yeah, that's kind of just the way it is, I suppose. But I try really hard. Like I am someone that like I really really try to enjoy life, and I really try and like bring like I suppose in a weird way like joy to other people because like I know what it's like to just be like not want to be here and like try and not be here so yeah I think something that I'm the most proud of is yeah having this conversation and sitting here and like still being here and still doing things and yeah fighting to stay alive because yeah I do think that's something that needs to be spoken about more because people kind of see it as like I don't know like a Obviously, some people say it's like a selfish thing, but to them, I'm like, shut up. Mm. It's not. Um, but that it is when you when you do when you do have that kind of feeling, or you've been through stuff, or whatever. Like, it is something to be proud of, and it is like um, it's like we it's like that thing we. I mean, you guys speak about it a lot. Like, we we kind of view physical and mental illness as two separate things, but they're very similar, you know. And I always I think there's not enough education to around suicide about how that stuff is to like something that someone doesn't just you know there's a reason why they end up in that position and it's got nothing to do with the people around them and it is an accident there's nothing that someone else could have done and all that sort of stuff it is kind of like a freak accident just like people get like you know hit by a car or people get diagnosed with like all kind of illnesses and um stuff like that and yeah and some people really suffer people some people really like struggle and there's a lot of shame because no one talks about it yeah it is really it wasn't until like yeah I found other people where it's actually helped me actually kind of be here because I'm like oh my god there's these people that understand me and like other people that feel like this and like um yeah so yeah I think my my thing would definitely be yeah being here and like trying my hardest to like create and um love on other people yeah, something that I'm really proud of. You probably didn't think that's going to go there. No, no. Oh, my God. Yeah, thanks. I can't even. Thank you for sharing that. No, it's I, fine. I, I didn't think I would, but I mean, you don't have to use it as well because I know it's a really heavy no, subject. No, 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 we will yeah. definitely use it. It's, thank you so, so much for, for opening up and being so vulnerable and I, I, I can't imagine that would be easy to, to no. share in a, in a public place and – 
also to just for you it's it's so interesting because you are this beautiful human and you just you're you've incredible energy you oh. and you just what you do every day it just keeps on coming back to the same thing for me like you still show up every day and you feel like that sometimes and I think for anyone that might be feeling the same way to see you showing mm. up for yourself is just it would just you you will save multiple people's lives so it's oh. yeah incredible thank you thanks thank really you for nice sharing that no it's fine it's fine yeah thank you and so now to move from you your relationship with yourself to your relationship with others Mm. and this episode is coming out right before valentine's day oh god yes (laughs) (laughs) so so we wanted to you were so in love though sorry i'm sorry (laughs) i don't don't know what i did last valentine's day like it's It's not a it's not when i was 18 i was maybe and and i think we did a lot of reflecting on it like with our team and we spoke to some of our community so we wanted to go into that in a little bit, but first, how do you feel about Valentine's, Valentine's Day? It's going to be so interesting because... <laughs> You're like, can you answer it before I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be interesting this year because, like, I yeah. haven't spent it alone in a bit, yeah. so it's going to be a bit like, okay. Um, I also think, oh, this is, like, so annoying, but, like, I recently had one of those, like, annoying closure chats with my ex, and they were like, Valentine's Day last year was when I was like, mm falling out of love and I was like oh god so I'm gonna feel like really triggered on probably Valentine's Day but besides that like I don't know I kind of feel this way about like I'm pretty good with like dates and stuff like I love ritual I can't speak rituals yeah Yeah, that's really beautiful way to say it okay great cool (laughs) I love like that and I like I'm not like anti like uh. holidays or anything yeah Yeah. but I am very I think to growing up in a household um I was quite like uh there was stuff going on um Things like Christmas and Easter and anything mm. like that were always for me, like, and for like my siblings, like, not always the nicest times. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I don't really, it's like I've learned to be less like, like, even New Year's and like stuff. I'm very like, this is another day. Like, I'm very good at that, to be yeah. honest. So it, it's something that, like, because of like the experience I've had, I'm very good at just being like, just a day, like y'all, stop yelling. Yeah, like, you know. But then also, when you have a partner and stuff, it's like it's nice, it's beautiful, it's, it's fun. Cute. Yeah, it's so fun. Like, like get into it. No, I'm not anti. Like, like I said, like last year when yeah. I was like loved up, like yeah. we went somewhere fancy, we wrote each other letters. Yeah, we were, like love you so much, babe. Here's a ring, <laughs> and it was cute. Like, um, but yeah. So for me, like I don't really like stress about it because I don't really think about it. And like, of course, like the cliche, but the truth of the matter is like, and I have learned this tenfold mm. during the past six months that like my platonic relationships and the relationships I have with my siblings as well, um, which are my, cause like my siblings are like genuinely like my friends. Like we're so cute. Every time we have dinner, we're like, guys, isn't it weird that like, if we weren't siblings, like we would be friends. And everyone's so like, nice. yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Um, so I've I, I've like put my platonic and I don't think I'll ever put like a romantic relationship kind of before like I will in the terms of like you build a life with someone like all the kind of things but like my platonic relationships like my priority and I've realized how important they are more so yeah since you know the past few months so I'm excited to like and I am I'm a Libra like textbook like I am I probably give people the ick because I'm like so lovey-dovey like I will randomly like send my friends like Hey, I just thought like how much I love you and I just wanted to let you know. Like I'm yeah. like, I'm like that all the time. Like when's your birth when's birthday of a lip wow. fifteen. How's that? I think Lib- how's that when is, the, Libra- birth- when is the birth when is the birthday, when is the birthday of, of a the Libra? Libra- <laughs> um 
<laughs> I don't know when Libra starts. Wait, when's your birthday? 15th of October. Oh my, you are my sister. My when? sister's birthday is the 10th. She's of October. She's literally. I just, you, where does this start? Is she Melbourne? Melbourne, yeah. Well, maybe you're when I move here, we're going to be friends. CC us in, please. I'm going to tell her to listen to this podcast. She's a Libra. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. She'll be like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my God, we love. Libras yeah, are harmless. So so, <laughs> we're just like. I don't know. We're very like, I mean, I don't know if anyone's like, some people are not into astrology. I'm like half in it. I'm like pop culture astrology. Like don't know anything, but I'm like, I'm a Libra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I'm very like lovey-dovey. So like I even like, I made, um, I started on New Year's actually. So I journal, love journaling, mm-hmm. but it was getting tiresome. I've done it for like five years. Mm. I was just a bit over like writing about my my life mm-hmm. so I was like what can I do what can I do so I wrote a list of um like people that I adore in my life and so every day at the moment I write a letter to like each of them and then I'll like send them off so I'm very like I'm very like that yeah. so like on Valentine's Day I already have plans like I send my friend so like I'm excited anyway because I'm like I have so much love in my life yeah like, and I think what what you touched on there is just what I considered with valentine's day it's a fun time to celebrate as long as i think this is like the biggest thing for me is if you're in a relationship with someone like a romantic relationship particularly like i would hope that your love is celebrated on more days than one in the year tea like that's that's it yeah like cool go on your valentine's day and have fun and Mm -hmm. i probably will maybe i don't know probably not because we'll have to go to sit for harvey and that's just too if i lived in melbourne (laughs) i want to hold that baby you have like the most adorable baby like i don't get plucky and i was like looking at your instagram this morning and i was like Okay, so I think I want a baby. <laughs> or maybe I just need to move to Melbourne and just like knock on your door and be like, hey. <laughs> and I'll be like, I'll take the kid to like Fitzroy Pool and like pretend to be like the hottest like lesbian. Like, yeah, this is my kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, I love like taking kids around with me because I'm not Everyone's going to be like, okay. <laughs> but it's so true. Like it just, it makes me think of a high school relationships and yeah. like, you know, where, you know, uh, like my boyfriend might've got me flowers on Valentine's Day. Yeah. And I was like, Pretty much the only other time, the only time that he might have done mm-hmm. something like that in the year. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a sign. <laughs> yeah. Also, like I, I remember actually last year because I was in a relationship last year. I was like to my partner, I was like, "Please don't buy me flowers." Yeah. And they were like, "What? Why?" I was like, "No, this isn't me." But I was like, "Cost effective." Like, it's, buy yeah. me them. I literally said to buy them, them, "I was like, I love yeah. flowers. Like, buy me flowers whenever you want. Like, I love gifts." But yeah. I was like, "Buy them the next oh, day because they they're yeah. way cheaper. Yes. They're like, so expensive." And I like, I get it. I, like yeah, you know, I get for of a course. business, babes. If I had a florist, you baby bottom dollar. I'm putting those flowers <laughs> prices up. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, supply and demand. But like, <laughs> I'm just very like yeah. No, I agree. It's so silly. Like, let's do it on the 15th, and everything's gonna be half price. Like, yeah. <laughs> I remember actually last year we went to this um like super like fancy whatever restaurant like set menu vibes and. My partner had called up before to be like, because I can't, I'm like lactose intolerant, boring and celiac. So my mom was like, hey, like, we're not going to like spend like this ridiculous amount of money unless you can like change the set menu. Just be honest because we'll go somewhere else. And um, they're like, no, 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 like, of course, like done, like, let us know now. So then they'll talk. But this was like months in advance, of course. And I'm not, like, my dinner was so. There was this one point Did you where have like cucumber on a plate? Yes, it was yeah. literally this one. There was egg yolk, raw egg yolk with like zucchini like yeah. strips around it. Like I was literally like, what? Like we went home and like ordered Thai food. Oh. I was starving um, and spent so much money. I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, um, because it was well done. Because it was well done. Yeah, yeah, they did, they did a yeah. set menu. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, it's it's like each to their own. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, some people agree. love it. Give me, and even like my partner last year, because I was all being like, 
don't do this, don't buy me a gift. And my friend was like, I want to. Yes. And, then and I was okay. like, you. Yeah. you know, I was like, no. And they, they were like, no, like, this is for me. Like, that's yeah. my love language. Yeah. Like, I know you mm. won't. Like, I know you won't do that. And I appreciate that because, like, you don't, like, you know what I mean? I don't want you to do that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And if I want it, because yeah. I'm like, no, but if you, and they're like, no, no, I would tell you. I'd be like, bitch, buy me a gift. <laughs> yeah. um, but they're like, I don't want to. And I know that, like, you give love in other ways. Yeah. Like, of course, like me there with my letter, being like, "I love you so much," like crying, like, <laughs> such a oh, hopeless romantic. Um, but that was like there; they like being like that, you know. Yeah. So it's all like each to their own, you know. Totally. Like some people like love to get around it, some people don't. But I just think it's like that thing of reframing it. Like it's yeah. a day of love, like yes. boom, and that's beautiful. Like it's um, Saint Valentine is obviously the patron saint of love, mm. and when you read up on Saint Valentine, like um, this is like the <laughs> the ex Christian in me coming out. <laughs> uh, um, it's like be, like the most beautiful like yeah. you know mm-hmm. story ever. So yeah, and it wasn't like Saint Valentine was like everyone needs to be in couples. Like you know, what I mean, that was a page of love, love. Yeah. Every, like yeah. you know, this is love right now. Like we're sitting in a room, like yeah. you know, exchanging. Like it's all that. And so I think it's more about like for me, a, d- a day celebrating the love that we have in our life, that we have in the world. Like even like instances like for me, like love is. It, extend you know when you see like beautiful like scenarios that restore faith in humanity like I was on FaceTime the other day to one of my best friends who is like going through a bit of a crappy time and she works at uh like a market like a retail but it's like a big market I think it's at South Melbourne mm. market whatever mm-hmm. yep, yeah yep, yep. she works there yep. so she's on FaceTime to me and we ended up like I was just asking how she was about thing and she started like being like oh god I'm gonna cry fuck so she started like crying and was like, oh my God, because she's at work. And then this woman, I didn't know what was happening because I was on FaceTime and then I was like, what's going on? And this woman like comes around and like, because like, you okay? Gives her this like, massive hug, like massive hug. And I was like, maybe like she knows, she knows her. her. So yeah. all good. And I was like, who's that? And I was like, I don't know. And I was like, what? Like, I just, and then apparently my friend was um, hugging, was hugging her and was like, went to like pull away and then apparently this woman was like no it takes 20 seconds to receive a hug right oh. and then it gets even better so then i was like oh that was beautiful and then my friend was um we were on facetime again like blah blah blah, blah. the same woman comes back with flowers and a <gasps> cupcake oh. and was just like i hope you're okay it's gonna get better and like left and i was just like we're both crying and i was just like that's it. See, that's beautiful. And that's right. That's what Valentine's Day is. And I think it's just knowing that love does not have to look a certain way. And yeah. I think that's what Val- I think, with, especially with social media, like I used to feel that if I gifts. didn't get gifted, like, which, like, I would have never been gifted this because, like, as it's like you'd have to get a house deposit to buy 50 roses on Valentine's Day. Oh but you God. know, the photos of like the designer items and the like the rings and all that mm. stuff. And, and I just think it's so important for anyone listening to know that the value of the gift that you get or don't get on Valentine's Day is not equal to how much that person loves you and it's just that i know that don't you worry (laughs) (laughs) i got showered last year turned into a disaster exactly (laughs) you just and it's just so important and then what you said steph about if someone does something nice to you on valentine's day it does not make the fact that they treat you like shit every other day of the year and i think that's that's one thing that a few um women wrote to me that have been in abusive relationships in the past Mm. and they said that their partner used to always do something amazing for them on valentine's day and it yeah because it was like oh but i've done this for you on this day but that doesn't make it okay Mm. of of course that's a love bombing is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, tell us. What is love bombing? Love bombing is like, especially when you're dealing, it's like, I mean, there's people use it in different ways, but it's like a coin term from psychologists of like when people are being abused emotionally, physically both. Um, and it's where 
an abuser will do a really bad thing and then the person who is in that attachment will obviously be like, what? Um, and then for the following days after, the partner will love bomb. So extravagant, yeah. like extreme. Yeah. I love you so much. I love my life. I can't live without you. Here's flowers, here's gifts. Here's make, make, make. Yeah. And then the pattern repeats it them itself. Especially um, if people too, it's like a um, emotionally abusive relationships, especially if someone's having an affair maybe um, and that person will love bomb in order to exempt them probably from the guilt, but um, to also mask the infidelity or the emotional mm. abuse mm. yeah never trust a love bomber if someone's mm. like going zero to a hundred mm. get out mm. it's not good it's very narcissistic behavior mm. yeah. great great advice oh it's not at the end i think it is is it no i think we got i think we got oh through God, we actually did wow. thank you Oh, we, are we done? <laughs> that, was, that was so – I'm sorry. That was a terrible way of me finishing that off. <laughs> no, but I you just say – you said that was a to bomb end, to finish with. And I – would you want to have another question? Go <laughs> <laughs> on. Hit me. I just like just got, hang out, what, what have you got? got? One more question. Oh, I don't have a question. I just want to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> what else you want to ask me? <laughs> okay, one, I've anything. got one more thing. Yeah. One more thing. Okay, so anyone listening that is single and will be single on Valentine's Day, if yeah. you could say – one thing to them, what would it be? Um, I'm single too. <laughs> DM me. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hang out. Um, I would say that you're not single. Like if you have friends and if you have family, if you have that beautiful person that makes your coffee in the morning mm. and you have a beautiful exchange, you're not single. You're loving your life. Yeah, you have like, someone to love. That's like, honestly just that like, yeah. And I think too, honestly, the way I view love has changed so much since um, not only obviously coming out as a lesbian um, and, you know, like labels like lesbian and non-binary and all that kind of stuff, but being queer and queer is like, is an inc- like queer people encompass like more so for me anyway and like the people I'm around, just this different kind of path in society. Mm. You know, queer is like, it used to be like outcast, you know, and we've reclaimed yes. that word. We're like, yeah, we're fucking outcast, like, mm. and we want to be like, yeah. um, and through viewing the lens, through the world through the lens of queerness, it has also left room for how society has constructed these certain um, like beliefs around like being single mm. or taken and mm. having one partner only, and um, that being your end goal yeah. and that being priority over your friendships and all these sort of things. But I think through learning a lot, and learning like I have so many friends that have also they do relationships differently, like polyamory, open mm. relationships, like you know. Of friends that are um, put their like might have a best friend who's purely platonic, but that's their life partner, and they've decided that, and they're gonna have kids together. Like a lot of queer people do stuff like that. Um, not a lot. That's overstatement, but some. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it happens, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think it's completely changed my perception on like love and relationships. So I say like, if you have love in your life, and if you have friends or any sort of exchange that makes you feel warm and fuzzy, like you're not single so get rid of that label that's like society's put that on you to be like your defect you're single it's like says who mm. like literally who where's the textbook oh can't find it yet yeah, because you've made it up 
Mm, weird. <laughs> I love that. That's perfect. What a way to finish. Hey. Thank you so much Thanks for joining for us me. and for your time. And for yeah. I'm so glad we got to do this on person. Yeah, on, oh my gosh. In, on person. On person. person. <laughs> well, my English. When we, um, for everyone listening, when we first reached out to you, because you're in Sydney and we're yeah. in Melbourne, yeah. we were like, oh, we'll do it on Zoom. But then you were like, I'm actually in Melbourne. I'm like, this weekend. Yeah. Like, yes, <laughs> amazing. So thank you so much for everything that you shared and your vulnerability. It was, you're amazing. Thanks for having me been fun I really yeah I really appreciate it and like obviously like I've um yeah I feel really honored to be like interviewed by you no really do like you've been like such prevalent voices in the industry and especially in like the some spaces that I occupy for like oh my god like you're almost like the OGs so (laughs) so like honestly when you like reached out I was like (laughs) does that mean we're old and daggy no, <laughs> it means you're like, cool, you know, I'm gonna cool in your hip. Uh, um, so, yeah, thank massive you. compliment. Thank so, you. thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening to that chat with Kath. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We also just wanted to list here for you the number for Lifeline. If you are struggling, it is 13 11 14. You can call them 24-7 for confidential support from a trained Lifeline crisis supporter. And if you do need some support for eating disorders or body image issues, you can talk to someone now at the Butterfly Foundation on their national helpline, which is one 800 You can also chat to them online. We will be back in your ears next week, guys. Can't wait. And you can find us on Instagram at laura.hinshaw, at stephclairsmith, and, of course, at keepercleaner and our website for more information on kick, www.keepercleaner.com. Bye. Bye.